Good morning. Welcome to the Vineyard Church. I am Jeremy Pleasant. I'm the senior pastor here. I just want to welcome you to today. Welcome you to Generation Sunday. Really glad everyone is here, and uh, it's just really good to see everyone. We um, so Generation Sunday is is a little like when you either go home or when people come to visit you for Thanksgiving, right? And so it's like everyone's in this one house, all 20 people, right? All the kids are around, and there's just, there's, there's just a lot of stuff happening, but it's all good stuff, right? And it's, just, it's good to be around family. It's good to, to, to be in this time because you don't get it all the time. And that's, you know, that's kind of what Generation Sunday is. It's like, hey, we're not just reminding ourselves of our larger family, but we, we, are, we are, are, are reminding ourselves what Jesus said to uh, don't, get away, don't get in the way of the children coming to me. And so while we have a, 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 a large priority of, of, of children's ministry, and we do that and we put a lot into that, we also want to uh, always have that place where it's all coming together and we're able to worship, worship together as, as one family. So um, with, with Generation Sunday, I, I, I'm told I have 15 minutes because, you know, that's, that's all I can do. Now, last time, I didn't quite make it. I went like 20, maybe 25. There isn't a record of it, so you know. We're just going to go with 20. This time, I'm going to hit 15 minutes. Thank you, Nikki. At least one person does. At least someone does. So my time hasn't started yet, so you can't you know, count the last two minutes, all right? Okay, now my time starts now. Okay, welcome to the vineyard. <laughs> so we've been doing this series called Spirit and life, embracing the power of an extravagant God. And so in the first half of the series, we have been kind of getting things ready and kind of setting a primer. And so we've talked about our identity and how we need to have this shift in our identity in order to fully embrace the power of the Spirit. And then uh, we talked about what it means to uh, actually have patience and wait for the Spirit, as, as we heard in, in the story today in week two. And in, in week three, last week, we talked about what it means to, to be filled and how we go about that and how we take those steps. And so if you miss any of that, I encourage you to check it out online um, for those that are online. And um, today we're going to, so for the next half of this series, we're going to be taking actual practical steps um, to some, some more like things we can do, which we, we have been doing, but like some more direct things we can do to actually uh, engage and, and, and embrace the Spirit in a way that will, uh, that will be just can become very real and, and very normal in, in, our, in our regular lives. And so today we're looking at life in the Spirit with, with the voice of Abba. So all throughout the New Testament letters to the church, there's this thing we see um, called encourage. And so if you, just, if you just look through the New Testament over and over again, they're saying, hey, we encourage you, or hey, encourage one another, or be encouraged. And so when we look at that definition, it's important to understand that this definition means to build up. And it's always meant encourage each other for the purpose of building up the church. Build each other up. And so what we want to look at is, is what this means and, and, and why it matters in the context of the Holy Spirit. 
See, Paul uses encourage often. Peter talks about it all the time. We see how this encouragement was necessary in very difficult times. And the early church went through some very difficult times. One of the important things about this, though, is that this encouragement is talked about with the understanding that it's done by the Spirit, that it's not just this natural kindness or practical words, which those are good things, right? I mean, we all love that. Like, I know I do. Like, that's important. But we're not talking about kind of this, this, this natural kindness, but something the Spirit, the very power and heart of God is doing. And like I said, its purpose is to build each other up. Now, picking up from the kid's story, that guy saw who was trying to stop everything from happening, he had a, uh, he had a huge conversion. Um, he had like a direct encounter with God, changed his ways, and he went to go meet with the disciples, but they still remember the Saul from the story the Saul that was killing people and imprisoning people. And so in Acts 9, 26 to 27, it says, when he, came to, he, when he arrived in Jerusalem, he attempted to associate with the disciples, and they were all afraid of him because they did not believe that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took Saul, brought him to the apostles, and related to them how he had seen the Lord on the road, that the Lord had spoken to him, and how, how in Damascus he had spoken out boldly in the name of of Jesus. So this part of the story is really important, okay? So Barnabas was known as an encourager, like he was called son of encouragement, which in, in, in Hebrew circles, it, just, it means someone who's, who's, who's encouraging, right? Like it's, it's one thing to kind of get that kind of a nickname, right? That must mean you actually do that quite often and quite well. And so that's who Barnabas was. He was the type of encouragement that would stand up for someone that nobody else wanted to be around. And that's what he's doing here. He is standing up. He is building up Paul. And he's encouraging the disciples to give him a chance because of what he's seen. There's something powerful about encouraging one another because as we later find out, oh, it's Paul that helps build the church. That helps bring the gospel to people like us. Barnabas was guided by the Spirit when he did this. And so listening to the voice of God begins with intention, okay? So it's not like this haphazard thing that just, that just happens. That, 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 that occurs every once in a while, but that's not like, that's not where we're really going to get the, uh, the, the core of it. It's going to have to be with intention, saying, okay, I actually want to hear the voice of God and, and respond to it. And then as we hear we have to be able to discern, actually, what we're hearing. You see, knowing God's voice as we become more intimate with him becomes clearer. And so in order to actually have that discernment requires intimacy. See, Paul says in, in, the, in a later, uh, later chapter, he says, we, you know, the song we sing, I'm no longer a slave. And so there, there's, there's this phrase, it's like, we are no longer servants, but God calls us children. We, don't, we no longer call God Father, but Abba. Abba is a, is a Hebrew phrase. It means we call that the Father, the Lord, this large being, the creator of the universe, we call him Dad. We call him Pop. 
There's, there's an intimacy there. And as we, as we grow into that intimacy, it, it helps us understand and discern more. You see, knowing God's voice brings us peace, tranquility, safety, joy. It brings movement in our lives. Knowing God's voice means also knowing what it isn't. Because it doesn't bring worry. It doesn't tear down. It doesn't create striving. And so as we're listening, we have to become aware of how, what we're experiencing in that moment. If my response to this voice I'm hearing is, oh, I have to try harder, that's not from God. If my response to hearing God's voice is, dang it, I'm, just, I'm still not good enough, that's not from God. His voice creates joy and contentment. And so as we begin to discern better and understand better God's voice, it leads us to have a deeper relationship with him that allows us to tackle life's challenges, not just with our own strength and knowledge, but the power and the wisdom from above. Often we don't realize when we're listening to all these other voices around us. And there's a lot of them. These voices that are adding stress and fear and anxiety and pride. So we're trying to hear God's voice, but these other voices are loud and pushy, right? So we need to become aware of that and just and stop it and just change the channel. Like, no, I'm not listening to this right now. I have something else to listen to. Something else that has more for me. It doesn't stop here, though. We, we, we also not just listen for ourselves so that we can be built up by God, but we also listen for others. And that's the thing that the Spirit does, that it, it doesn't just do something for us. It does something for those around us for those that God is trying to reach, and we get to be a part of that. Right? Yes! Yay! That's the response. We can be a Barnabas. We can hear what God is saying, and it takes practice. But we can hear what God is saying and build someone else up who's been taken down. You know what's happened for me so many times? Like, there's been so many times when someone has given me a word that just when I was just in a rough place, I would get this, this, this word. And so, it's, it, so that's the phrase that we use kind of in Christian circles. When they say a word, they just mean like um, something that they heard God say that they want to impart to someone else, okay? So when you hear that phrase, that's what that means. So I would get this, this word that just from this person who has no idea what's going on in my life, and it would come and it would just break whatever was going on. That struggle, that darkness was just gone, and I would feel brand new again. Like, that's the power it has. And I've also seen it from the other side. I've also gotten these, quote-unquote, words from God for someone else, not knowing what's, what's going on or what's happening, and it changed everything for them. There's something amazing that when we can receive and then impart what we have received to others, that's what the Holy Spirit does. That's what this encouragement looks like. So I'm going to end with this, with this story. 
The Pharisees and Sadducees during the time of Jesus were um, always trying to prove that he wasn't a prophet or prove that he wasn't the son of God. And so they basically set up this woman um, and they caught her in adultery. The reason why I say they set her up is because if you really look into the story and you read like a lot of commentary, the guy who was involved in this was nowhere to be found. <laughs> and so they intensely just chose her. And, um, you know, we all, we, a lot of us know this story. They said, you know, teacher, you know, the law says she should be stoned. We should kill her. And Jesus says the famous words, he who has not sinned, cast the first stone. Right? And so then they're like, yeah, we wrong. And they walked away. <laughs> but what's powerful for me, I mean, all that is powerful, but for me, what jumped out for this week and for today is what, what comes after these words from Jesus in John 8. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, where, where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? Not even one, Robbie? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, neither do I. Neither do I. Can you imagine what it was, must have been like to hear those words? You had just messed up really bad. People were trying to kill you. And Jesus, the Son of God, says to you, I don't condemn you. This is the power of the Holy Spirit. This is the power of words. This is the power of encouragement. Words that guide, words that heal, words that build up, words that bring hope. And so let's be a part of that. Our practical tips. In the quiet moments of the day, in the times when you are alone, if only for a minute, here at church or in small group, when things are overwhelming or you're feeling low towards yourself, listen for God speaking to you. Tune out the other voices and listen. Discern his voice by what we discussed above. This is why I say it takes intention, because generally the, the times when we need to hear his voice most are the times when we're, we're the most distracted or we're the most overwhelmed and we don't, want to, we, we don't want to take that step. But if we take that step and we learn this and we practice this, we will be built up. Number two, look for someone who you, whom you interact with regularly. And so when I say look for someone, I mean be aware of everyone that you encounter every day. Okay? And begin to ask God to you what he wants to say to him or her through you. And so this is the thing. 
as you practice this, someone is just going to stand out. You'll just know. There'll be something in you that says, okay, it's this person. And so you ask God, okay, hey, what do you want to say to this person right now? What does this person need right now? What do they need to know? How can we be Jesus like we just heard in that story to them right now in this moment? This thing is, you don't have to come up with the words. You don't have to be like the super smart, super spiritual, all these things, I have all the answers person. No, because that doesn't exist. You just have to be willing and open with ears to hear and a, a, a faith and courage to step out and risk. And it's hard, but when you do it, oh, it's so good. It's so good to see someone else built up, to see someone else experience God's love the way you have. So let's do that. Okay, we're going to enter into communion right now, so let's stand. And so as we worship, just begin to reflect on what we talked about you know, the communion table is a place to experience the Holy Spirit. It's, it's not this ritual, this ritualized practice, but this ever-breathing, ever-living time to interact with God. And we practice open communion here. And so if there's something inside you that says, I want to interact with this God, you are welcome to take communion with us. So there are three stations, one under each projector and one in the back. And for those who have an allergy, they're all gluten-free. Let's take communion, let's worship, and let's hear what God wants to say to us.